So welcome in, those of you listening in on the Divinely You podcast. I am very thankful for you listening and hope you're getting tons out of these episodes. I am having a blast recording them every day and it's just so much, so much for me. There's so much learning in it for me. So let me, I want to share my screen and, um, end button, app reaction record, multiple ship share screen, um, desktop 11 item select sharing screen list in sharing keynote AX preview one item selected. You are up share keynote. You have started screen share. All right. Zoom.us. Dialogue keynote AX freebie window play slide. So (laughs) there's like a grammar error on my slide and it's kind of driving me nuts. Anyway, I didn't capitalize a a word that should be capitalized. Accessibility is usability. What I actually want to talk about, I kind of just want this slide up for a place marker. Um, but I kind of wanted to just share my experience or my story a bit on like how I have made this shift with my own personal disability. Um, for those of you who aren't aware, I am legally blind. I have been since birth. It is not correctable with any glasses or surgery or anything like that. It is just not correctable. And, um, so I like, like, I mean, I grew up, I have two brothers and I, they're sighted. My whole family is sighted. Like nobody in my family had a vision problem beyond like, you know, near and far sightedness. They all wore glasses or whatever. Um, so I was raised in a pretty much a normal, you know, and then I went away to a school for the visually impaired when I was in junior high and high school. Um, and then I went to college and I went to grad school and, um, and that kind of thing. And, um, but once I left my full-time job, I was working in vision rehabilitation. So I was working with adults with vision loss. That's when it all kind of started to sink in that being blind or being visually impaired sucks balls at life. Um, because I couldn't just go get a job at, you know, as a waitress or as a, um, you know, a, a concierge or a greeter or like I couldn't, you know, get like an Uber job when that became a thing, ride shares, things like that. Like I couldn't go get jobs that got tips. Um, you know, barista was kind of out, like all of these jobs that offer tips was kind of out. And so this all came to a head in 2017 when I was in my coach's training program. And this is why I'm telling you all of this, because when I was in my coach's training program with sighted people, And they were like, you know, because I was having like issues making my payments. And I was like, well, just go get a job. And I was like, who the F are you people to tell me to just go get a job? I'm blind. I don't see. I can't read computer screens. I cannot just go be a goddamn waitress. What do you want me to do? Go be a hooker? Like this was the anger that came out of me. Because sighted people thought that they knew what I was going through. Um, This is a lot of this part that I'm telling you right now is also in my fictional narrative. Um, So you'll hear, if you read my book when it comes out, like you'll get to hear even more about this. But I thought, who are these people to tell me like what it's like to be low vision or to have a vision impairment or whatever. And like what came out of the other side of that after a lot of tears and 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 fu's and and things like that was me seeing that my disability is a gift and i began to see that like had i not had 
a visual impairment had I not had this disability and born to a family in a super small town in the middle of nowhere in Illinois, I would have never had the experiences in life that I have had. First of all, if we'd have been in a bigger town, then there probably would have been a better school district and I would have had what I needed without having gone away to school. And I may not have gone to college and I may not have gone to grad school and I may not have lived in Chicago and who knows, I may have never made it to California or anything. I probably would have never left this little town that I was born in. So I have now made this shift that like this gift was valuable to where I am now and who I am now. And uh, now I can see, huh, you know, other people's perspective. Like I have friends who are losing vision now and especially anyone who's lost vision like during the last 18 months um, because it's really been difficult to get support services um, because of all of the, you know, contactless. I think it's just been, I mean, I could go on an angry rampage about how upsetting it is to me that people haven't been able to get social services or support services to learn, you know, things they need to learn for daily living because of, distancing and whatnot like I just mm. anyway um but like so I've had people say to me that like the having voiceover doing its thing without headphones in is annoying and it is and I actually want you to be aware of that not because I want you to quote-unquote suffer through it but I want you to see that like when someone who doesn't know how to navigate a new website um or doesn't know how to shift between programs or whatever, like, they have to hear this thing talking nonstop. And like, I keep mine at a probably a faster speed than some, but I know some who use a faster speech rate than I do. And I say all of that to say that, like, some people don't do technology, not because they don't know how or they can't, but because it just it's mind clutter to them because they have to hear everything the computer says and then they have to think through the task that they're actually trying to do um and that that's overwhelming to people it's overwhelming to me there are definitely days where I'm like I can't I just can't anymore it's too much it's too exhausting um I also share my story because I want to a speak to parents out there like you're doing the best you can with what you know how to do like I think back to my parents and I'm like they just did the best they could with what they had like what they knew or didn't know or whatever um and I I'm I'm a member of several parents of blind children blind or visually impaired children support groups that are on Facebook and I freaking love it I love like being the adult low vision person in the group that can come in and say like you know, hey, it's okay. Like, you, you know, your kid's going to experience what he's going to experience, right? One of the one of the ones I remember was somebody was asking about your their children clipping their nails. And I said, my comment was, teach them to use nail clippers. They're perfectly safe. They may cut their nails too low once or twice, but who doesn't do that? eventually they will learn not to go down so low. Like I do it very slowly and I use nail clippers to clip my nails. I used to bite my nails pretty bad, but I've tried to get better in the last few years at clipping them instead. Um, or they will wonder what kind of gifts, you know, birthday presents to get their six-year-old who's legally blind and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what is he into? Like they have, like there's this whole, like you have to do something different because your kid is, has a vision loss. 
And that is not true. You can just get someone whatever you think they're interested in. So um, it's really been rewarding to me to hop into these groups and to kind of reassure these parents like you're you're doing great. You're doing fine. It's all good. Your kids are going to get hurt because kids get hurt. And it's not anything to do with vision loss or no vision loss. It's kids are going to do what kids are going to do. So there's that. Um, but so I talk about this not only for business owners, but for those out there that, you know, do have a disability to a recognize that it's both, it's two sided, right? If you're working with a business, there's your side of it where you get to learn your accessibility and, and familiarization and things like that. And then there's the business can make the website easier to interact with and play with and, and navigate and all of that. Then there's like people hearing the, my story and be like, well, I'm nowhere near where she's at. I don't expect anybody to be where I'm at. I think that each of us, not unlike any other human and any other thing with humans is like, you know, my disability journey is not your disability journey. So how I experience mine is not how you would experience yours. Especially for those of us in the low vision category, because the low vision category and spectrum is vast, right? Like you could have two people with the same acuity, same eye condition, all of the things, and they're going to see things completely differently than one another. <laughs> this is very common. Um, whereas if you have someone who's totally blind, they're totally blind. That's pretty, 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 pretty black and white there. Um. So I just wanted to share like some of my story and some of my experience because maybe you are watching this or listening to this and you find it relatable or you are a parent of a kiddo who's low vision and you're completely like, I don't know what to do. Um, I feel like this could be leading into me offering consulting, <laughs> um, which I'm perfectly happy to do um, is consulting and working with parents who maybe need some support around how do I just be with my kid? <laughs> um, the answer is you just be with your kid. Um, but uh, and for those of you out there who are maybe dealing with vision loss and um, maybe you need some support around that, like I'm I'm here for that, too. Um like I said, in the last several, like last 18 months or so, a lot of people have been having trouble getting the right, you know, services for themselves because of, you know, all of these crazy circumstances, um, and whatnot. So, um, so yeah, so that's my story. I told a few people to F off over the years because they thought that they could tell me what it was like to be low vision and be me. And I was very angry. And it was actually one coach who I worked with, I think once I worked with him and he's like, and I still use this tool for a lot of people. Uh, but he says to me, he's like, have you ever written just fuck you letters? Just get angry and tell blindness to fuck off or tell God to fuck off for making you blind or whatever. And I did that. And I've done that multiple times. I, anytime I have like some, some words I need to say about something, I sit down and I write a few letters. Um, and I tell that, that thing, whatever it is, what I really want to say to them. So I've been, I've, I've ex like had the anger about it. And I still do. There are still times where I'm like, ugh, if I could drive, I'd go to the coast. I'd like go to California and I would sit at a beach and just listen to the ocean for hours because that's probably the biggest thing I miss about California is the ocean. 
Um, you know, so, or I'd go on more road trips or I'd, you know, still be a nomad. Like, I don't know. Like there's so many things that I would do, but I feel like God did this on purpose, right? He had an intention when he made me an, uh, an uncorrectable, um, person with a vision impairment is like, I get to experience things differently because I don't have the option to just hop in a car, rent a car and just drive somewhere. I get to experience different it differently. When I was a full-on victim, I it was God did this to me and I have to do it this way because life sucks and God did this and it's his fault and why the did he choose for this to happen and all of these like that is very victim. And I don't choose to be that way. I choose to be very empowered about um the options or the resourcefulness or like my own ability to support myself and have myself, you know, like I've always had a roof over my head. Um, so, um, you know, I think that there's a lot to be said for that in the way of healing and self-worth and, you know, valuing myself and being the gift that I am to the world. And so (laughs) I have learned so much just by accepting who I am and this part of me. And so, Anyway, if any of this resonated with you or, um, you know, if you know anyone who this might resonate with, please feel free to share this episode, um, pass it along. I would love to like, you know, have as many people listen as possible, of course, um, and all that. So thanks so much for tuning in. Um, I appreciate you and, um, I'm going to see y'all tomorrow. Application system dialogue, zoom.us, move focus to next window. You are image. Stop share button. You have started. All right. And I'll say goodbye to my podcast listeners. Thank y'all so much for tuning in.